Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Say Less with M. Um, so this episode I'm actually really excited for, um, and I'm just going to talk about my experience with being in counseling. Um, and I know that everybody has different experiences going into counseling or therapy or whatever, um, and so I just want to share, like, my personal experience with it. Um, but yeah, so... Um, I kind of talked about this, um, a little bit. I just kind of hinted to it when I was discussing my junior year and that kind of at the end of all of that, I ended up in counseling. Um, and when I was prepping for that episode, I knew that counseling needed to be its own episode because I know that I have a lot to say about it. Um, and yeah, so... I started in June. Um, It is October now. Well, when you hear this, it'll probably be November. It will definitely be November. But um, yeah, I did it all through the summer. Um, I went weekly and then I did it. um, I did it bi-weekly for the first like month and a half of school and um then it's been kind of more sporadic um since then so I've been in it for a little while now um but not a ton so like I said um in my other episode but I'm gonna kind of preface um again but like I just was like literally at the end of my rope I um I had nothing left (laughs) to give and I remember, I think I talked about this maybe in the other episode as well, but I just remember talking to my mom about just everything that had gone wrong and all the things that I did but I never talked about and just like all this stuff and finally coming clean about it and just being like, I need someone who actually cares about me to know. Um, And that's kind of why I ended up telling my mom a lot of the things that happened. But... um, it's terrifying to ask for help. Um, and if you know me, even a little bit, you know I hate to ask for help. And it was really, I mean, I really wish I would have gone in earlier and just been like, I'm struggling, I need some help. Um, and not let it got to the point where I was like a complete wreck. <laughs> and had a lot of issues, um, but I didn't do that, and, um, it was really scary, um, thankfully, my dad went in, and he was the one who got me, like, an application, um, that I filled out, and I went to a Christian counseling place that's in my hometown, and, um, the application was kind of just scary to fill out. I, I don't honestly remember a ton of what was on it, but it was a lot of questions um, that they wanted you to answer. And I remember, like, there were these questions towards the end. And I do remember they were. I don't don't know if I want to talk about it, but I remember they were, like, very... They were questions that I knew the answer to. And it was the, the type of answer where... Like, if you would have asked me in, like, Sunday school, I could have given you the perfect answer to the question. But I also knew in that moment, I was like, I'm filling this out 
because I have issues and I have to be honest with this and not answer it how I think or how I know they want to hear it, but how my real answer is. And that was so just scary. Like, it's just scary. Um, so I, um, another thing that is kind of whatever, I don't know. Anyways, another thing to say, to note, um, I went to a male counselor, um, and I think that that was really good for me. Um, I had had a lot of issues that didn't have to do with boys, and I know that sounds like so, like, Emma, there's no way, like, all of your issues had to have been with boys, but it really wasn't. It was just issues with myself, and so, um, I feel like I'm talking so weird, and I don't know, like, why. I think this, like, I don't really talk about this, and so it's kind of, like, tripping me up to have, like, a whole conversation with my microphone about it, but... I'm going to get better as I keep talking, probably. Um, all of my issues were with myself. And I, I obviously, I respect women, whatever, all the things. But for some reason, I feel like I do a little bit better with um, boys in the sense of, like, taking advice and, like, um, respect and stuff. And I know that that sounds so terrible, but I just knew, like, I just knew if I was going to do counseling, I knew exactly what I wanted to be. Um, and there was a certain male counselor who's a pastor at my church and I knew I wanted it to be him. And I don't, I genuinely don't have a reason, like a really good reason for being like, yeah, this is why I wanted him. I think it was just like, God was like, okay, I need you to talk to this one. Like I was never, it never felt like, oh, you just need counseling as a whole. It was like, he was really, like, God was really leading me to go talk to this specific counselor, um, and that helped me, I don't know, feel a little bit more comfortable, like, knowing exactly who I wanted to talk to. So, jumping more into the actual, like, counseling of things, um, I had a really, really, really positive experience with counseling, and I really loved it. Um, I literally watched myself do a complete 180, Um, my entire life changed, my entire, I feel like my personality changed, my outlook on life changed, my outlook on people changed, my outlook on my friends changed, everything changed. Um, so a few of the things that I was struggling with, um, were, wow, this is so personal. It's okay, I like it. Okay, a few of the things that I was struggling with was how I viewed God and how I viewed other people. Um, I really struggled with people's opinions of me, um, and what they thought of me, and I really specifically on that note cared a lot about, like, my friends and boys, um, and I remember something I said, I, I was, like, either the first or second time we counseled, um, my counselor was talking to me, and he was like, do you feel like you're performing for people like when you when you're living your life and i i remember saying that i felt like i was performing for an entire football stadium of people and i remember he kind of laughed at that and he was like nobody's ever said that before 
And I was like, well, I was like, I love football. And like, in my opinion, that's like a giant stadium, right? And there's like people everywhere. And I'm living my life for every single person in each one of those seats. And I remember him just being like, that sounds exhausting. And I was like, it is. (laughs) And just like, that was the first time I realized like, wow, I am such a big people pleaser. Like, I really care way too much about what all these people are thinking about me all the time. Um, and then it came, you know, then we were talking about that. So we're talking about um, the way that I think my parents think about me, the way I think my brothers think about me, um, the way my friends view me, in my opinion. Um, and then he'd be like, well, what about God? When are you living for God? And I was like, I'm not. Like, I'm, I'm literally just not, like, straight up. And that was such a, like, I literally remember, like, I don't even know what he said or what day, which which time it was. But I remember us just talking about stuff and just one day being, like, feeling like it just I had this wake-up call of, like, I had to stop caring what everybody else was thinking about me because when that's what I was doing and I was trying to conform myself to fit what this boy that I kind of like wants me to be and conform to what my boss wants me to be and conform to what my best friend wants me to be and what my mom wants me to be and what my little brother wants me to be and all of these people, I just become this mashed up form of all of these different personalities that are never me because I'm trying to fit what everybody else wants and that's never going to please them because if I'm trying to please my mom fully be exactly what my mom wants me to be I'm not trying to out my mom she's a great mom this is just an example <laughs> but try to be exactly what my mom wants me to be or what I think my mom wants me to be then I'm not going to be the person that my best friend wants me to be. So I will never be making everybody happy. And at some point, I just had to come to the conclusion that I'm never going to make everyone happy. And that's just has to be okay for everybody else. And um, my like only audience of watching my life needs to be God and what he thinks or what his view is of me and just like who he wants me to be. And when I'm the person that God wants me to be, that's when I'm going to make the most other people happy as well. Because, like, that's just, like, the best version of who I can be. And obviously, with all of this being said, I literally struggle every single day with conforming to what other people want me to be. And that's just kind of the way it goes. But counseling helped me a lot with... Being able to think about things before I do them and being able to think about my friendships and who really cares about me and who tries to actually make me conform. Um, A lot of the times I was just trying to be somebody else just on my own, like not even from somebody being like, oh, I wish you were like this or I wish you were like this. People don't say that. It was just me being like, oh, I need to change for them. And that just wasn't um, necessary. Another thing um, that I really, really, really struggled with 
and I would almost, I mean, people pleasing is like definitely my biggest struggle, but this one was, um, this is probably my most personal struggle, my hardest one to talk about, but I wanted to share that one first so I could kind of like get myself in the groove of opening up. Um, and another, before I go into that, a reason that I want to share about this and how counseling changed my life is if you've even considered going to counseling, I would so highly recommend it um, because of how it changed my life. But I also just want to share all these really personal things with you guys because I feel like a lot of the time you can view a person and think that their life seems so good and perfect and nice. And in reality, like if somebody was like, wow, your life seems perfect, I would literally laugh because like just in the span of a semester, like I lost a whole friend group that I thought really loved me and I lost a guy that I thought really cared about me and I like my apartment isn't the best place right now. Like the dynamic here is not very fun and it's just there's always drama in my life because I'm a girl in college. Like, it's just, like, my life. But, like, I like to share these things with you because you don't know that unless I tell you that. And I don't know. I guess I just want people to, like, know that their struggles are, like, real and everyone's struggling. I don't know. That was a rant. Anyways. Um, okay. So, I remember what I was going to talk about. I got a little bit carried away there. I was going to tell you my next struggle. That was, like, in my opinion, my biggest struggle was um, I was really angry. Um, I'm genuinely not an angry person. And I never, before then, I never thought I was. Um... But I would say starting kind of the second semester of my junior year was when I really struggled with anger. And it was mainly an anger that was only geared towards myself. But I was angry all of the time. And I really struggled to find joy in anything. Um, And it was just really hard. And that anger fueled other negative emotions um I mentioned failing classes I think in junior year and maybe I didn't I did fail classes if I didn't mention it um and I know that my school is something that my dad really cares about which is valid I mean like you're paying so much money to go to school but um I remember failing that class my second semester of junior year and I felt horrible and um there was this like I just felt like my parents were so both of them were so disappointed in me and that wasn't because of anything like They didn't treat me differently. They didn't ever say they were disappointed or anything. In fact, they probably told me they were proud of me more than anything. But 
in my own mind, I was like, they are so disappointed in me. They're so disappointed in me. And I always felt like I was never good enough. I was never a good enough sister to my brothers, either of them. And I just like, all of these thoughts were just always in my head. Like I just, I'd get all mad and angry and I'd just be like, like, I don't like myself. My parents are disappointed in me. My brothers don't think I'm a good sister. I'm not a good friend. All this stuff. And all of it was lies, like, that I was just telling myself and feeding myself. Um, and that was something that also fed into the people-pleasing thing was, like, me just continuously tearing myself down and trying to make myself look better to please other people. And in reality, by me tearing myself down, I was just making myself worse and worse. Um for everybody and so it was just kind of a messy messy situation my brain was just a jumbled up mess and it was crazy so um I'm gonna look at my notes because I'm just kind of talking and I just feel like um I just want to like make sure I'm saying everything but I am so it's okay um (laughs) so with all of those, like, with all that being said, um, I feel like this whole episode's been a little bit jumbled, but I think it's okay. Um, I've just had to learn since then, since doing my main counseling and coming back to school, that sometimes you have to make sacrifices. Um, and I've had to learn to give up a couple friendships because of how they affected me and it wasn't it wasn't the type of thing where I gave them up because um I felt like I couldn't be what they wanted me to be but because they were genuinely like trying to pull me down or something and so I have had to do that and that was hard but it's okay um and then following that I think that's why um me and Marley's friendship has been such a blessing in my life um she has been the easiest person for me to become friends with, like, ever, and, like, we're literally just the same person, and so that's been a huge blessing for me. Um, I've really been able to learn how to live with, um, live with some of the doubts that I have and live with some of the feelings of, like, not being good enough because those are always going to come and go. Um, in this world but I think it's good to just like not when those feelings come not let them completely take over your world because it's not worth it to let that happen Um, but just living with that I've also learned that living by being a little bit more busy in my day um, helps me stay a little more stable the more time that I have to be on my own and be completely in solitude that's when I start to tank and I start to feel like um, I'm not good enough and I'm not doing enough. And so staying busier and like joining Bible study and going to devos and hanging out with my cousin, hanging out with my friends and hanging out with my little brother and all the things um, has helped me a lot. Um, So... The last thing that I, like, wrote down on this, which I'm not, like, going to end the episode here yet, but my last note that I wrote down was 
I have a constant feeling like I never really get exactly what I want, but I always know that I have to be okay with it. And I think with that thought, everything that I do get and everything that I have received and everything that has been taken away from me is all a part of God's plan. And wow, just listening to me talk about this, like it literally just is proving to me like how much my life has like changed from counseling. That's crazy. Um, but just knowing that like God has a plan for me and maybe he did take away the people who I thought were going to be my best friends. But all that really means is that there's going to be something better that comes. And um, that's okay. And maybe that guy that I really liked didn't like me back. But in the end, if he wasn't the guy I was going to marry, I don't really want him to stick around anyways. And so I think, like, it's just this thing of instead of letting that negative thought, like, oh, he doesn't like me, so I'm worthless and nobody's going to like me and I'm a terrible person and I'm not cute and all this random junk that doesn't even matter. Instead of letting that fill your head and just thinking a more positive thought, like, you know, maybe if we'd stayed together, it wouldn't have been a God-honoring relationship or maybe um, he wouldn't have ended up treating me well or whatever. And I don't think that's true. I think that he would have treated me fine but I'm just saying that there's other thoughts that come with that instead of just like immediately putting yourself down for things and thinking the worst of situations feeling like there is good in everything even the bad um and just like knowing that so another thing with counseling and the type of counseling that I did was I got sent home with homework every single week um, after we met. So I would have to like read um, like a chapter or verse of a Bible, of the Bible. I'd have to memorize a verse every week. And then I usually had another thing I had to read, whether it was a booklet or like a little um, article or something like that. And I also did um, a Bible, a little Bible study throughout that time. And I've also started another one. Um, And so that has also been so beneficial because it helped me to not only, like, I think, especially towards the beginning of counseling, the day I would go to counseling would be my best day of the week because I would be fresh on my mind and I'd think about it a lot. And then as the week would continue, it would get a little bit worse and a little bit worse and a little bit worse. And then I'd go to counseling again and it'd be like a reset. And so having that homework helped me to kind of keep that mentality up the entire week and have the ability to think about it more consistently throughout the week, which was so beneficial. And it also helped me just like really see the benefit of doing a Bible study daily, um, which was also something that um, I was kind of struggling with was like the reason I was having all these doubts and all these issues was like I was just kind of live in life and not really pursuing a relationship with the God and um yeah just not really like seeking that out and doing any sort of Bible study or reading my Bible or anything and so that definitely helped me to kind of start a good um habit of doing that 
um, and keeping up with that throughout school has been really beneficial as well. Um, but yeah, I feel like that is like my story with counseling and I don't know why I feel this way, but I feel like this episode is, has a different, a whole different vibe than my other ones. I don't know why. Um, I think that I'm honestly like, like, I guess like kind of scared to share this because I don't really tell people my problems while I'm having them. Um, like my story of my junior year, that's really personal and deep, but everything I really talk about in that isn't things that I really struggle with anymore. And so where this is like a lot more fresh and like kind of my current struggles of like people pleasing and um, like being kind of down on myself at times. And so I think I'm a little scared to share this, but I think that that feeling just means I should share it. So it's okay. Um, but I think I'm going to end the podcast or the episode there. And thank you guys so much for listening and just like being here, being a part of Say Last With Em. Um, I've loved making this season. It's been so much fun. And my mindset for the season is so much better than it was last season that like it's actually insane. Um, and so that's been really cool for me. Um, it's something that I don't really think, unless you know me personally, you can really understand that, but it's super cool. Um, so thank you guys for listening and I'll talk to you guys next week on Say Less With Them.